Hi, I'm David Green from Canela. In today's episode, we'll be discussing arthritis. We'll explore the nature of this debilitating disease and talk about the latest developments and advancements in its treatment, especially those involving nutritional joint support. First, let's start with the basics. Many of you may still be wondering, what exactly is arthritis and how does it develop? Arthritis is an inflammation of the joints of the body. The name is derived from the Greek arthron, which means joint, and itis, which means inflammation. While inflammation is a normal physiological response to an injury, it can become chronic and cause problems when the inflammation process doesn't get switched off after the injury is healed. Arthritis includes joint pain, tenderness, stiffness, and restricted movement. And the severity of these symptoms can range from mild to completely disabling. The most common form of arthritis is osteoarthritis, which affects around 9 million people in the UK alone. This condition usually starts affecting people after they reach the age of 40. Its exact causes are unknown, but they most likely can be attributed to a number of factors. Osteoarthritis is characterized by a breakdown of the cartilage that lines and protects the joints. This leads to the formation of bony spurs and inflammation. Osteoarthritis most commonly affects the weight-bearing joints of the knees, hips, and back, as well as the joints of the hands, and it's generally thought of as being caused by normal wear and tear. The second most common form of arthritis is rheumatoid arthritis, an autoimmune condition that affects not only the joints, but the whole body as well. This condition often starts out in the small joints of the hands. Both conventional and holistic practitioners have developed treatments for arthritis. And now, we'll talk about those different approaches. Conventional treatment of osteoarthritis is based on symptomatic pain relief by prescribing painkillers like paracetamol and suppressing inflammation, generally with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, such as ibuprofen, selexacib, naproxen, and diclofenac, which are administered either topically or orally. However, these drugs carry health risks that mainly affect the liver, cardiovascular system, and digestive system. They tend to have a detrimental effect on the lining of the digestive tract, causing inflammation and ulcers. So proton pump inhibitors are usually prescribed alongside the NSAIDs, but those drugs also have a negative effect on digestion. In addition to medication, health professionals also typically recommend targeted exercise and physiotherapy to help support and strengthen the affected joints. They also encourage weight loss through diet and exercise for people who are overweight or obese in order to take weight off the affected joints. In the case of severe arthritis, steroid injections are sometimes used. And as a last resort in severe cases, surgical treatments, including full joint replacements, are used. A holistic or naturopathic approach to arthritis aims at reducing inflammation and nourishing the joints through nutrition and lifestyle while also addressing structural issues through specific bodywork modalities such as osteopathy, chiropractic, podiatry, and the Alexander Technique. Reducing weight in overweight and obese clients is also encouraged, not only to reduce pressure on the joints, but also to reduce fat tissue, which has pro-inflammatory properties. Adopting an anti-inflammatory diet is crucial to reduce inflammation. These dietary practices include eating plenty of vegetables and fruit, as well as including a variety of spices and herbs for their plethora of antioxidant and anti-inflammatory compounds, reducing sugar and refined carbohydrates, 
which increase the levels of insulin, which causes inflammation. Getting a healthy balance of omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acids by avoiding refined vegetable oils and ensuring adequate intake of omega-3 fatty acids from oily fish or algal DHA. Avoiding potential food allergens if food intolerances are suspected. And finally, chronic inflammation is often associated with gut and or toxicity issues. So gut health and or detoxification pathways should be addressed if they're appropriate. There are also a number of compounds and products that provide nutrient support for healthy joints. In fact, a number of nutrients and botanicals have been studied and found beneficial in the management of arthritis. We'll go through the most promising ones here. The first is glucosamine. When it comes to osteoarthritis, glucosamine is probably one of the best-known and most researched supplements. Glucosamine is a constituent of the cartilage matrix of joints and is thought of as a building block. Although pharmacokinetic studies suggest that it may work by reducing inflammatory cytokines, glucosamine has been shown to improve markers of cartilage turnover in patients with knee osteoarthritis in response to strength training. In 2005, a Cochrane review and meta-analysis of 25 clinical trials found that glucosamine was superior to placebo in relieving pain and improving function in patients with osteoarthritis. Since then, more clinical trials have been published with inconsistent results. There are two formulations of glucosamine, glucosamine sulfate, which is usually derived from shellfish, and glucosamine hydrochloride, or HCI, a vegan alternative. Most clinical research has been carried out on glucosamine sulfate, but a trial in 2018 showed that both formulations were equally effective in relieving pain after 12 weeks of use in patients with osteoarthritis of the knee. A significant reduction in pain intensity of 4.27 on a scale of 0 to 10 was seen in those receiving glucosamine sulfate with chondroitin and 3.58 in those receiving glucosamine HCI with chondroitin. The difference between the two formulations was not statistically significant. Unfortunately for patients and their CAM practitioners, glucosamine has become a victim of its own success and popularity. In 2016, the MHRA classified glucosamine products with dosages of 1,178 milligrams or more per day as a medicine. So, to qualify as a dietary supplement, products have to contain less than this amount, which is less than the dose of 1,500 milligrams per day that is used in most clinical trials. Another key nutrient is chondroitin. Glucosamine is commonly used in combination with chondroitin. Like glucosamine, chondroitin is a chemical found in the cartilage around joints. It's thought to support the processes involved in cartilage remodeling. A Cochrane review in 2015 found that chondroitin sulfate, either on its own or in combination with glucosamine, was more effective than placebo in relieving pain in osteoarthritis patients. A more recent meta-analysis of 18 placebo-controlled clinical trials of chondroitin on its own in osteoarthritis found chondroitin to be effective in improving pain and function, although, as with glucosamine, there were inconsistencies between studies. Studies have shown that chondroitin on its own is not only more effective than placebo, but as effective as selexosib, an NSAID, in improving pain and function, and more so than selexosib in improving cartilage volume loss. Chondroitin is usually derived from animal sources, such as shark cartilage, 
and so it's unsuitable for vegans and vegetarians. However, mitochondro is a non-animal form of chondroitin sulfate, which is obtained through a fermentation process. While no clinical trials of mitochondro and arthritis are available yet, pharmacokinetic studies have shown that it has a 43% higher bioavailability than bovine-derived chondroitin sulfate. As I mentioned before, chondroitin is commonly used alongside glucosamine. A meta-analysis comparing glucosamine, chondroitin, glucosamine plus chondroitin, Selexacib and paracetamol found all five treatments to be better than placebo, with varying degrees of effectiveness for pain, stiffness, and overall function. Another commonly used product is curcumin, or turmeric. Turmeric, also known as curcuma longa, has a long tradition of use, both as a culinary spice and in Ayurvedic medicine. It's renowned for its anti-inflammatory benefits. It's also been used for its antioxidant, antimicrobial, and anti-cancer properties. The main active constituents of turmeric are curcuminoids, lipophilic polyphenols, curcumin, or diferyl methane, demethoxycurcumin, and bisdemethoxycurcumin. Turmeric's anti-inflammatory properties are mediated through a variety of mechanisms, including modulation of cyclooxygenase 2, or COX2, lipoxygenase, and inducible nitric oxide synthase, or INOS, and inhibition of the production of inflammatory cytokines. Curcuminoids tend to be poorly absorbed and have limited bioavailability, but despite this, they seem to have good clinical efficacy. It's been postulated that this may be due to curcumin metabolites possessing beneficial biological activities. A number of compounds and technologies have also been used to enhance bioavailability of curcuminoids, piperine from black pepper being well known in this respect. A clinical study showed that piperine increased bioavailability of curcumin by 2,000%. This is, of course, also how turmeric is used in traditional South Asian cuisine, in combination with pepper. There are numerous clinical trials showing benefits of curcumin in arthritis. A few recent meta-analyses showed that curcumin was more effective than placebo and as effective as NSAIDs in relieving pain and improving function in osteoarthritis patients with a better safety profile than NSAIDs. For example, one study showed that curcuminoids, 1,500 milligrams a day, enhanced with a black pepper extract for six weeks, improved pain score from 9.9 to 6.1 on a scale of 0 to 20, and function score from 31.8 to 18.7 on a scale of 0 to 68, both of which were significantly better than placebo. Boswellia is another natural product that's shown promise in arthritis treatment. Boswellia serrata, or its resin, is another plant that has a long history of use, both for religious and cultural ceremonies, and for use in Ayurvedic medicine. Its oil is known as Indian frankincense. More than 200 compounds have been identified from the resin, of which boswellic acid is considered to be the most important one. However, some studies have shown that crude extracts have stronger anti-inflammatory activity than purified boswellic acid. This suggests that other compounds may also play a role in boswellia's beneficial properties. As with turmeric, boswellia extracts appear to exert their anti-inflammatory properties by affecting a number of inflammatory pathways. A systematic review and meta-analysis of seven studies showed significant benefits of Boswellia in osteoarthritis, 
improving pain, stiffness, and function, more so than placebo or comparator. In three of these studies, Boswellia was tested on its own versus placebo. In the other four, it was combined with MSM, elegnus, or curcumin, and tested against placebo or comparator, ibuprofen or glucosamine. We recommend a dosage of 100 to 250 milligrams per day for at least four weeks to see clinical benefits. Three further studies, which were not included in this review, also showed significant benefits in osteoarthritis. Another popular food item, ginger, also has arthritis-fighting properties. Ginger, or Zingiber officinale, is botanically closely related to turmeric, and as with turmeric, it is the rhizome, or the root structure, that has a long traditional use, both as a spice and an Ayurvedic medicine. Ginger is possibly best known for its use in relieving nausea and vomiting, but has also been well-researched for its anti-inflammatory properties. A 2015 meta-analysis of five randomized placebo-controlled trials showed that ginger was significantly more effective than placebo in relieving pain and improving disability in patients with osteoarthritis. A more recent meta-analysis, which only included two studies, also found a significant effect of oral ginger extracts on pain, but not function, but no effect of topical ginger preparations. EPA and DHA, two other products we've discussed a lot in previous episodes, also have properties that make them effective in relieving arthritis. Fish oils, providing the omega-3 fatty acids EPA and DHA, are well known for their anti-inflammatory properties. So naturally, they have been shown to be of benefit in both rheumatoid and osteoarthritis. Flaxseed oil contains alpha-linoleic acid, or ALA, which can be converted to EPA or DHA. However, conversion appears to be low and may vary significantly between individuals. It's important to note, though, that there are no clinical trials in the use of ALA from flaxseed oil or other vegetable oils in arthritis. Some scientists believe DHA to be an essential nutrient, and vegans and vegetarians have lower DHA levels than omnivores. However, vegan sources of DHA are now readily available, where the DHA is sourced from algae. DHA can readily be converted to EPA, and both have anti-inflammatory properties. While most studies on the benefits of omega-3 fatty acids in arthritis use fish oil supplements, DHA from algae has also been shown to significantly improve symptoms and disease markers of rheumatoid arthritis. Yet another substance with arthritis-treating properties is palmitoylphenolamide, or PEA. Cannabidiol, or CBD oil, has become a popular choice for pain-related conditions. But it presents a legal conundrum, since it's a substance derived from cannabis and there are questions over whether it may contain psychoactive substances. Palmitoylphenolamide, or PEA for short, is a natural substance that also affects the endocannabinoid system, but without these problematic issues. Several studies have shown it to have good effects in neuropathic pain treatment. PEA has also shown promising results in arthritis. A recent double-blind, placebo-controlled trial in osteoarthritis patients found a 33% improvement in pain and a 53% improvement in overall symptom score after eight weeks of taking 600 milligrams of PEA, which was significantly better than a placebo. For more information about PEA, 
see our article about it within the blog and podcast sections at www.electromagneticnutrition.com. As we've seen in the treatment of other health conditions, many of these products appear to have a stronger effect when used in combination with others. As we mentioned earlier, many botanicals appear to exert their effect through a number of different mechanisms. In nutritional practice, we often see that combining nutrients and or botanicals may have synergistic effects, probably through a variety of mechanisms that complement each other. While research into synergistic effect as such has not been done, some studies have evaluated combinations of products in arthritis treatment with good results. For example, a study comparing a combination of curcumin and boswellia showed the combination to be more beneficial than the NSAID selexacib in patients with knee osteoarthritis. Another study showed that glucosamine, combined with fish oils, relieved symptoms for more osteoarthritis patients than glucosamine alone. Although results may vary, as they are greatly dependent on the terrain or environment you are adding these substances to. To wrap up our discussion, arthritis, in particular osteoarthritis, is a condition commonly seen in practice which can significantly reduce a client's quality of life. Being a chronic inflammatory condition, naturopathic approaches are well-suited to support these clients long-term through dietary and lifestyle changes and a tailored supplement program. Once again, I'm David Green from Canella. Please check out our in-depth blogs and webinars at www.electromagneticnutrition.com. And thanks for listening to our podcast. Would you like more information on the role of natural anti-inflammatories or other supportive supplements or foodstuffs in keeping you well and healthy, especially in the treatment of arthritis? Then be sure to check our podcasts frequently. We'll be producing more shortly with more great in-depth information about naturopathic approaches to help support optimum health and well-being. <music>